0: Like I was, I was like a, a character almost where it was just, you know, no actual personality and, you know, guys would pay to see specific things, hear specific things, you know. There's guys out there that have crazy kinks and depending on, you know, if I'm down, you know, pictures, videos, you know, sometimes just text, sometimes just talk and they would, you know, Ven- Venmo, Cash App, all that kind of stuff.
1: Wherever you're listening from, whether it's Google, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, thank you for tuning in. Welcome to Nice Guys Finish Last, where we openly share tips and stories about sex and dating so you could take your love life to the next level. Anywhere from threesomes to squirting to polygamy, anything is fair game on the show. Most of this will not be safe for work, so don't say I didn't warn you. I'm your host, Tony Palmer, sex enthusiast and connoisseur of all things sexual. Our topic today is sugar dating, which is defined as a transactional dating practice, Typically characterized by an older, wealthier person and a younger person in need of financial assistance in a mutually beneficial relationship. Now, some people assume that sugar dating is uh, always the sugar daddy is in an unhappy relationship and the sugar baby is there just to get paid and basically be like a surrogate. So today we're here to get to the bottom of it. I have Ashley in the studio. We're going to be talking about sugar dating, how it starts, why it happens in the first place. So. Ashley, I know we've just met. We've already talked a little <laughs> bit. I know a little bit about you, but the listeners don't. So mm-hmm. could you reiterate that a little bit? Who are you? Where are you from? How old are you? And let's get a fun fact.
0: Okay. All right. So my name is Ashley. I'm 23 years old from Huntington. I live on Long Island. And a fun fact, besides me being a sugar baby, um, my favorite animal is a shark.
1: Oh, fierce. Love me some okay. sharks.
0: mm. I guess this says something about me.
1: I always wanted to go um, the the aquarium out east. They have like a shark oh, tank you could yeah. do like in the cage. Like you could dive in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel that. like
0: if that's if that's if I can choose which way I go out, I want to be eaten by a shark. That. I feel like that's just <laughs> a cool. It's just such a cool way to to go. It's a violent
1: way to go. You're yeah, missing limbs for like half an hour while he chews on you. I'll be
0: like in the news and stuff, and you know, one less hoorah.
1: Well, you got that, like, surfer look to you, so...
0: Oh, I have, I no, idea. I have no idea how to surf. That's embarrassing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. So we're dive right in. Okay. Ashley, if you had to define sugar dating to uh, a distant relative that just came into the country, Ooh. what would you... How would you describe it? I don't
0: know if I would tell my relatives about this, but... Um,
1: distant relative. Distant
0: relative, right, distant. okay. All right. Um, for me, like you said, it's it's mutually beneficial. It's more about you know, it's a give and take. It's not all about, you know, the sugar baby just taking money or taking gifts and the other guy receiving nothing or like sexual favors. It's more about, you know, getting to know the actual person and seeing like how they work, how they, you know, operate, what they like, what they don't like. And they could be looking for anything. They could be looking for, you know, sex. They could be looking for just attention. Like whatever their needs are, you fulfill those needs and then they give back generously usually gifts or money or you know any type of financial help and that's kind of how it goes so it's not just like a huge like oh just give me all your money and i'm gonna you know exploit you but it's more about a relationship whether it be not just romantic or sexual just an actual relationship
1: nice i (laughs) I like the way you (laughs) explained that no that was like very in detail that was that very genuine i like that a lot So, okay. So what was your, uh, what was your first introduction into sugar dating? Like, did you see something like that on TV? Did you, were you talking to your friends about it? Social media?
0: I think there's, there's always talk about it before it actually happens. You know, it's always a joke like, Oh my God, I need a sugar daddy. I'm so poor, whatever. But when it actually happens, it's like, wait a minute, like this is my life right now. I think, you know, my friends and I would always talk about it, but it's actually when you do get approached by anybody, you know, even in person or on social media, that it's like, wait, am I actually going to do this? Should I actually go for it? And me, I was like, yeah, why not? So my first, I guess, interaction was more on social media, um... I would get DMS from guys and sometimes girls saying like, Oh, I'm interested in being a sugar daddy, blah, 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 blah. And then I would, I would usually just text to see like what they were actually looking for and, you know, get to know them a little bit. And if, you know, the vibes are right, then we kind of just went along with the, with the flow. Usually it's a scam from some like guy in the middle East that's like, give me your credit card and you know, I'll be your sugar daddy. And I'm like, what? it's just, what? Um, But yeah, usually it's, you know, someone messages me on Instagram and because most of the time they have, you know, wives or girlfriends or kids and everything and they have to try and keep it low-key. But usually it's through social media, Instagram, Snapchat.
1: Hey guys, listen up. Your hot boy summer is coming up real soon and I know what you're thinking. It's going to be a great time. You're thinking there's going to be parties, beach days, and plenty of sex. And there really might be, at least I hope. But before you get excited, I wanna make sure that you're ready for it. Obviously listen to this podcast, but you should also be taking care of yourself, physically, mentally, and dare I say, emotionally. The gym is a great way to build up your summer body, but what about your summer state of mind? If you're stressed or depressed, then what's the point of that summer body? It's basically going to waste, and I don't want that for you. So if you're serious about having a great time this summer, I want you to try something new. I want you to go check out James the Astrologer in Babylon. You can call him a psychic, but I like to think of him as a spiritual advisor. He's been guiding me through meditations, and I can't even begin to explain the differences I'm seeing in all aspects of my life. I'm talking about my health, my sex, my focus, my bank account, all falling into place because this man showed me how to meditate. And he could show you too. James is right in Babylon Village on Montauk Highway, and right now he's taking new clients, both in person and over the phone. Give James a call at 631 278-8477 to book your appointment. That's six three one two seven eight eight four seven seven. Okay. Back to the show. Okay. And like your first time like learning about like what sugar dating is? Like where where were you? What were you doing? How did it come up? Porn porn. Pro-
0: <laughs> Probably. Really? They have
1: sugar dating porn?
0: Of course. They have every type, so you should know that. They should have everything you could possibly um, imagine. I think it was about, you know... I, it, but again, I, I watched porn when I was very young. Um... And I remember it was like, sugar daddy takes his girl out and blah, 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 whatever. And I was like, what does this even mean? I don't get it. And then I would see how this, you know, usually a young girl was living this luxurious life. And there was usually an older guy involved. And again, obviously sex because porn, whatever. Um, usually that's that's how I first, you know, came about it. And then think then I was just learning more about it. And when guys would approach me, they would just use that term. They'd be like, oh, can I be your sugar daddy? And I was like, oh, I know what that means now. Maybe. Sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> i <don't> know, we'll <laughs> see, see the good side of this. Let's get it. Yeah, I
0: was like, mm, maybe I'll entertain this. See where it actually goes.
1: Okay. So your first time actually sugar dating, what was that like?
0: Alright, so there's two parts of sugar dating for me. For me, um, the first interaction that I've ever had was Strictly through social media. Um, you know, I've never even met these people. Um, they rarely showed my face, rarely gave them like my actual Instagram. It was strictly like, you know, like I was I was like a a character almost where it was just, you know, no actual personality and you know, guys would pay to see specific things, hear specific things, you know. There's guys out there that have crazy kinks and depending on, you know, if I'm down, you know, pictures, videos, you know, sometimes just text, sometimes just talk and they would, you know, Ven- Venmo, Cash App, all that kind of stuff. So that was my first way of getting into it. And then I had my first actual sugar daddy um a couple of months ago maybe like six a little more than six months ago so there's two for me there was two types there was like the online type of you know pretending to be you know a porn star character and then there was actually oh my god i'm in like a relationship with some person who is giving me sugar daddy stuff
1: benefits yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay so you were like You were like a social media OnlyFans girl before I feel like I started
0: that. I started OnlyFans. I don't care who (laughs) says it. You can ask any of... Well, not all my friends because only one person knows about it. But you can ask her. (laughs) I was the person who started OnlyFans. And I'm so mad that it took off. And I'm so mad that, like, all these girls are out here doing it because I'm like, wow, now that I have morals, now you guys are out here doing it, whatever.
1: Morals. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm offended. I have an OnlyFans. So what... What do you mean morals over here?
0: Meaning it's not morally like morally
1: right. Not saying to... it's not morally
0: right, I think as, you know, now that people like anybody can see you now. Mm-hmm. And OnlyFans is you know, it's it is what it is. You know, it started out as something like a Patreon where you know, like you subscribe to see, you know, any type of person, but it didn't turn it into a sex thing. But it's more you can like you, it's, it's more of a way for people to see you and discover who you are, especially because you have tattoos and stuff. So for me, it was always about the secret. It was always about the mystery. It was always about, you know, these people don't actually know where I'm from. They don't know my name. They don't know, like, what I actually look like. And now that OnlyFans is out there, you know, people are going to want to, they're not going to subscribe if they don't see your face. They don't have like that personal connection, I feel. So that's why I don't do OnlyFans, because I don't want these people, like, God forbid, like, my mom's high school friends look on there, and they're like, oh, that's your daughter. And I'm like, oh, shit.
1: <laughs> I don't know who that is. So, yeah. Okay. I have morals. just want to put it out there. I <laughs> have morals, okay? Just because right. I put my dick on the internet sometimes.
0: Sometimes.
1: Not even all the time. I've sent one dick picture so far. Um... Anyway. He's <laughs> shaking his head like
0: <laughs> I got it. I was that one person who got this <laughs> big picture. I have it right here.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. So you had two types of sugar daddies. You had the online OnlyFans sugar daddies mm-hmm. and then you had the real life only uh, real life sugar daddy. Yeah. Talk to us about the real life one. How did you meet oh. him? You don't if it's like too specific, you don't have to tell us like the, the Um minutiae. I used to
0: work in a daycare? And I started by watching his daughter, and he ended up finding me on Instagram, and I'm not I'm not sure how, I think because the actual uh, daycare themselves posted a picture of me, and they said, oh, I'll meet our new instructor, our new teacher, Ashley, and then I think that's how he found me, because I must have commented on the picture, like, oh, so excited. Um, I watched his daughter, he slid in the DMs, and we started talking. And you know, whenever he would come into class, cause sometimes we'd have like interactive classes, you know, I would, I would flirt, I would, I would flirt a little bit, you know, I, I love my dads. Um, and then it kind of escalated into, you know, we would talk all the time and we actually had like a relationship, not romantic or sexual, just an actual relationship between two people. And, you know, we were getting to know each other. And, you know, in the beginning it was a lot about playing the role because i kind of was just trying to see like what he was looking for you know like why he's reaching out to some 22 year old girl um when he's fully married has kids and see where his relationship was lacking and kind of be that like fill-in spot like a like a little lego brick in a castle so i kind of was playing with that and seeing where it was going and you know that ended up working and then it just kind of escalated into like a relationship basically.
1: Okay, interesting. Now was it like, <gasps> was it nerve wracking? Like knowing that he had like the family or like the wife at home?
0: It was, I, he would tell me stories about her and you know, I would feel bad for him. It's no excuse to do what he did, I don't, I don't condone cheating. But you know, I didn't feel bad for the wife I felt bad for, like, the family and the kids and all that kind of aspects. Um, It was definitely nerve-wracking because, you know, at any time he could be like, this has to stop. And I'm like, okay, like, you know, again, I was never that kind of person. Like, oh, he's going to leave his wife for me. Like, that was never in my mind. That was never what I wanted. I didn't even want, like, a relationship. It was more about just meeting where we're lacking as two people and just being that for each other. And, you know, it became something a lot more than you know, sexual or anything like that about like the money. Like I genuinely cared about him and his daughter, of course, you know, like she was, me and her were super close. Like I would, you know, I would do anything for her. She was adorable. Um, but I was nervous because he was an older guy. He was married. He was, you know, this is the first time I've ever actually had a relationship with somebody, you know, that's dangerous a little bit. Cause I, I don't know, I didn't want her to come up to my house one day and start screaming at me. And I'm like, oh shit, like she found out She, she got his phone or something.
1: So going off of that, how would you say, uh, like, trust and uh, respect play into these kind of relationships?
0: I think there has to be there has to be respect because if you don't have that, it's it's really it's really not going to work. It's you know unless people are into being disrespected which you know I also don't condone because I feel like you can be you know there's different types of people that like to be like degraded or even talked down to but I think that's very different than being disrespected I feel like that's if someone doesn't value you as a person or value what you bring or just even see you as a person they see you more as an object again if you're into that kudos to you no problem and the trust is where it kind of messes messes with the relationship because I couldn't put my trust into him because again he's married, he has kids, he has bigger priorities than just some twenty two year old girl who wears leggings out of daycare. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there wasn't I didn't really put my trust into him because I knew any time this could just, you know, end. And I don't know if he could put his trust in me because again, like I, I there was nothing that I could really offer him as, you know, long term. You know, I couldn't like he already had, you know, the wife, the kids, the great job, so I think it was more just about you know there's' more more about respecting one another than you know trusting one another like that he had his for his wife, I hope, but so I think that's that's about
1: it okay side question do you think um and you don't have to answer this if it if you're uncomfortable with it, but do you think there was like um like almost like an emotional void with this man a hundred percent yeah he wasn't getting everything from his wife that he wanted, so he was out seeking for
0: yes, and i Again, when eventually you're in relationships or you are married, you're not going to get 100% from them all the time. And I get that. That's not an excuse to go cheat. But in his terms, you know, there was very, there was a lack of, you know, intimacy and romantic connection. And there was a huge lack, which is, you know, why this kind of got started. So... It's not that he was missing a little something that they could have worked on. It was, you know, something that they kind of were just staying together for the chi- for the the children and mm-hmm. you know the house and whatever. So I think for him, he was already emotionally disconnected from her, and he was looking for not not looking for that because you know it was just it just happened. But I think he found that in in me. And I, I really, I hope so, again, I, and I really do appreciate that I was able to, you know, be there for him when he wasn't getting that. Because every guy should deserve, like, like, should feel like they're enough and, you know, feel like they're being appreciated and, you know, what they bring to the table and stuff. And I don't think he was getting that. Yeah. If you're watching this, sorry.
1: <laughs> well, no, uh, you just being <laughs> honest. We all get like that sometimes. I feel underappreciated sometimes.
0: You want a sugar baby or something?
1: No, I want a sugar mama. I want feel unappreciated. I think we should get a sugar mama. Ooh. Like a team. Like brother and sister? Ah. What are you doing, maybe, step maybe sis?
0: step, step brother
1: Um, <laughs> going on that, so what Three websites ways. are we oh, going okay. to, uh, are we going to use to find the sugar mama?
0: Hmm. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. Usually dads approach me.
1: Oh, oh, okay.
0: Um, I don't know there is this one website that you can like I don't remember what it was called but you can like sell your underwear and people like people spend so much money on that stuff that you know eventually if you get like a good customer it can it could turn into something because they're already spending money on your on your on your carriages, so <laughs> they're already spending money on it I might as well actually spend money on me as a person instead of you know, my target underwear.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure what the name of, I don't think I've heard of that website before, but I'll
0: find it. I'll find it. I'll send it to you.
1: I know there is one. If you're looking for sugar mama, sugar daddy,
0: there's an app, there's an app that I did go on. And I don't know. I feel like the guys, not that they weren't serious, but it was, they weren't serious. It wasn't an actual, like, you know, wealthy guy or girl looking for whatever. I think it was just a guy who was old looking for sex. It was more about, you know, not prostitution, but, like, an escort, almost. It wasn't about the actual relationship between two people, which I think is what I find the best part about it.
1: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you on that, because I know someone, uh, a girl I was seeing for a little bit, she, I was like, we were talking one day, and uh, sugar dating came up, and I was like, why don't you get a sugar daddy? Like, that shit sounds lit. Like, if I had some titties and an ass, I would... 100%. Find that sugar daddy. Mm-hmm. Um so long story short, she signed up for seeking arrangements, found this sugar daddy, and it was a completely platonic relationship to my oh, 100%. knowledge. she Could be lying to me, but from what I know, completely platonic relationship. This guy came from a place where um he didn't have like a he didn't have a wife, he didn't have kids, he didn't have uh nieces and nephews oh, to yeah, spoil. Yeah. So he would take her out I forgot how frequently, maybe once every two weeks or so, but they would meet at the mall. He would straight up just give her $200 cash just for meeting him and then take her on a $2,000 shopping spree for whatever the fuck she wanted.
0: I'd buy a giraffe.
1: Buy a giraffe. Yeah. I think they're more than two grand. i am pretty sure they're like going extinct. I'd
0: start, start, at, start at 2000 and then maybe I'll save it for a giraffe. <laughs> yeah.
1: I met this guy ten times, and I'm ready for my giraffe 20000 dollars
0: No, but I feel like the website or the app that I was on it was strictly sex, okay. which for me wasn't appealing i again, it doesn't have to be about sex, but you know, how much does a giraffe cost twenty five thousand okay
1: that's it okay twenty five k all right all right, okay so you gotta meet up with this guy. 12 times.
0: Yeah, just give me his number and then...
1: <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: or if you know anybody that has giraffes, just tell them I'm interested. Um, so I think for that for the app that I was on, it was just about sex, and that's what I didn't like. So I, I tried that. I was like, ugh, not into it, you know, whatever. And I feel like they also were really eager to meet up, which I have to get to know the person. I mean, what if you're like crazy or something, you know? So yeah. I gotta we gotta, you know, text, talk for a little while. Or in our case, you know, a day and a half, and um, then we can eventually meet and like form something. I mean, me with this the other guy that I met. I already met him in person, so like yeah. we already we already started their relationship. But if you know, you're like, hey, meet me at here at like 12 o'clock. I'm gonna be like, uh, yeah,
1: maybe kinda not. Sketchy. Maybe not. Kind of sketchy.
0: Yeah, never know. People are crazy out there.
1: Ashley, I, I like, I like that point you just brought up. I don't know if you meant to bring up a point, but how do you keep yourself safe when you're meeting these guys?
0: Well, I've only met like one of them who I already okay. knew in person and, you know, three hours a day I had his daughter. So if he, if he did anything crazy, I'm like, mm, well, I also,
1: yeah, you know, yeah. everything. Yeah. I can okay. uh,
0: spike her fruit punch or something. But so that's why, I, <laughs> so that's why I really kept it on social media and I still keep it on social media. Like I am more willing to meet people, but I got to, you know, know them first and if you can tell somebody's intentions after like a week or two like you know if they're just interested in one thing you know they'll stop talking to you and i'm like good go away goodbye like i'm not interested in that so i think that's how i keep myself safe you know i gotta get to know them first my friends always have my location in case you know i do some crazy stuff or i'm like oh, i'm going out real quick I'm like where are you going i'm like Dad, don't worry about it so again i think it's about you know just getting to know the actual person
1: okay and now are you currently seeing uh sugar daddy
0: Sugar daddy, but there's a guy that pays me to get my nails done. He pays me to get because he's like a foot fetish, I think. Um, He pays me to get a manicure and pedicure, and he pays me way too much to get a manicure and pedicure. He pays me like two hundred dollars to get it, and I'm like, homeboy, it only costs like thirty bucks. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Uh, But all I have to do is just send like pictures, videos. I don't even have to include my face. Um, of just my nails, and that's it. So I don't
1: know. Such a sweet (laughs) deal. That is such a sweet deal. Mm. damn but
0: what he'll say is like he'll be like I'll get your like you know manicure pedicure um, just painted you don't even have to like get like the fake nails and stuff because I don't like that and go to Victoria's Secret and get lingerie fun fact I used to work at Victoria's Secret so I already have you know a good stack of you know outfits so I don't have to go that I save you know most of the money um I'm actually hold on me let me show you the last transaction from Cash (laughs) App where is it yeah. But that was the last payment, $220 to get my nails done. Nice. And as you can see, <laughs> I haven't gotten my nails done yet. <laughs> I will go. I promise I'll go. But yeah, he'll just, and I don't know his real name. I don't know if his real, you know, what he actually is. I just have like his fake Instagram. Send him pictures, send him videos. And he's like, all right, cool. See you next week.
1: Interesting. Interesting. I just—I so had... don't
0: know if that's a sugar daddy. It's, I don't know. Uh... It's like that weird gray area that I'm yeah. kind of like.
1: Because there's no actual like relationship. Maybe like a
0: sugar sugar uncle.
1: Sugar. Sugar
0: uncle.
1: Sugar step uncle maybe sugar like because that's not, you you never even you don't even know what they look yeah, like. Yeah, sugar know
0: sugar distant uncle, foreign uncle. Third cousin
1: removed. Yeah, sugar sounds... third cousin mm-hmm. removed or some shit. Right. Okay. That's crazy, though. I just had a guy, um, or girl, I don't really know, it's fake Instagram, but right. they're hitting me up and they want feet pics, so I think I'm going to do that, because free money sounds good. I've done
0: that, too. I've yeah. done that, too. People just, listen, I'm like, I don't judge you on your fetish, whatever you want. If you like, you know, if you like anything, like, if anything reasonable, I'm, I'm here for you. Where else are you going to get it?
1: Facts, you know? right?
0: If it's so, if it's something so specific, I'm like, let me know.
1: Okay. So we already kind of went over, is it all about sex? No. But can you tell us a little bit more, what's the actual relationship like? Like when you're meeting up with this guy, mm-hmm. um, we'll use the, the data daycare example. Um, are you going out to movies? Are you going out to dinner? Like, are you well, going shopping? Like, he was what married. is
0: married. He was married, so we couldn't really go out in public anywhere, we would go you know get like lunch occasionally or dinner occasionally when he was able to you know say that he was working when he wasn't or he had a meeting and he didn't didn't go to the meeting um but we would do more exclusive stuff like he would get like hotel rooms just to like hang out like just to talk just to hang out just to like eat snacks watch movies like that's it
1: and no sex no no okay
0: it was very it was very again like I think he just wanted the emotional connection and the intimacy and he wanted someone that was you know smart and able to have a conversation with him and talk to him about anything because he was really lacking that and I think I I think that's so important because I think you know a lot of relationships if the sex is great and you know they're pretty and maybe they're funny whatever but I think if you don't have that I don't think the relationship could go further I think it's what exactly this the intimacy and the connection and the ability to just be present with one another to actually just sit down and be able to talk for hours and be able to want to do that you know like I've had people that just you know that I've dated that constantly want to go out and drink and you know party and do those little stuff and I'm like I right, am totally down but when it came down to it I was like can I actually see myself sitting or laying down in a, like, in a bed and talking to them and I'm like, I'm like, I don't think so. You know, like, I, I, don't, I don't have that with, like, I don't, it's not intellectual for me. And I think that I need that. And I think that a lot of people, you know, do need that as well. That's a huge part. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> it's a huge mm-hmm. part of the relationship.
1: No, I'm on the same page with you. It sounds like you're a sapiosexual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe not. I feel like a sapiosexual would know what that means. Um, <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> sapiosexual is someone who is attracted to intelligence. Mm. So, like, you physically can't get turned on if someone's really stupid.
0: No, no, no. I used to talk to this guy who... He was, like, talking to, like, a piece of bread. He was just... Oh, my God. He was so good-looking. Trust me. Like, this man was so fine. Just the
1: worst. But oh, it so, was just They're usually boring. empty.
0: Boring. And I was like, oh, my God. He had the personality of, like, a golden retriever. Like, there was there just nothing up there. And I was like, how does god sculpt a man so perfect and just leave out anything
1: it's because he's probably i'm gonna assume he's always been good looking i can't not that i can't stand i i don't like being around people that have always been good looking because like they've coasted through life you know oh, what i mean they've like, been so much they done. never needed a I was personality fugly. i promise you, know we you need? i was fugly we need more fat people that lost weight because if you ever met someone that used to be fat, they got a personality. They're, so they're
0: modest, funny. they're modest, they're mm-hmm. humble, they're down to earth. They're just the yes. best
1: kind of fucking people. Mm. If you were, you and were fat, And they're so kind of
0: insecure too. So they're not like going to like go out and like, you know, approach women or feel like that confident. Mm, give me like an insecure boy. <laughs> give me someone who like hates themselves. Woo!
1: -hmm. No, but that's the worst when someone's like super attractive, but like
0: they know it. They
1: know it. Oh, God. I know. It
0: was, it was, it was, I couldn't fake it. As much as, you know, he had money, he was good looking, he was a great person, just wasn't for me. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't fake it. And I feel like that says a lot about, you know, my personality. I'm not that shallow. Um, But I couldn't do it.
1: Now, has that ever, we'll go on this for a second. Has that ever transferred into, so have you ever met a really good looking guy? Mm-hmm. Okay, that just transferred into shit sex. Cause I've had that happen.
0: I've with my oh God, with my first boyfriend. Again, the first person I've ever had sex with, so I had nothing to compare it to. I was like, you know what? I'm 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 coming. That's fine. You know, I feel like that's all. It it, it worked. It worked for me. And then I think eventually, as I, cause like I started dating him when I was 16, and then we broke up when I was like 19, 20. By that time, I was like, all right, this is vanilla as fuck. Like, this is not what I want. This is, you know... Again, it was great growing up with him and experimenting with him, but I was like, I'm definitely way freakier than this. Um, And that wasn't the only reason why the relationship ended, but I just found myself not wanting to have sex with him and just not feeling that sexual attraction where I was like, mm, slam me against a wall and, you know, whatever. I felt like it was just... It was always like, oh, you want to do it? Yeah, I guess so. And I was like... "Mm." So I don't know what, what I lost first, if it was the romantic part of it or if it was the sexual part of it, but the two ha- the two just went hand in hand. And I was like, you know, I have so much love for this guy, but I'm not in love with him anymore. And that kind of sucks because, yeah. you know, we spent, you know, almost four years together. It was like I feel like I lost my best friend. But I knew that I this wasn't what I wanted, and this wasn't, you know. Yeah, it was vanilla. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Okay, so uh... What do you like most about sugar dating?
0: Money? Um, no. <laughs> um, guess the perks, you know, like being... I think it's more about being treated well because I'm somebody who has been treated so poorly in the past that being treated how I perceive, how I'm worth, is, you know, super rewarding to me. Like, this is like... Like, I know I should be treated like this by maybe somebody who's not married. Um, but, you know, I feel like what I bring to the table is so valuable that I should be, you know, treated with respect and kindness, I should be shown off, I should be, you know, given gifts, and I'm not really a materialistic person, like, and we would do, he would, like, buy massages for us, he one time, like, fixed my car because it, like, broke down, um, it was more about spending quality time and, you know, that. So for me, it was about feeling like I was worth so much more than other people have treated me.
1: Oh, that's cute. So kind of like, because like a sugar daddy, I feel like would look at you like almost like putting you on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Like here's Ashley, she's like a prize, absolutely beautiful. A trophy. Yeah. She has a good mind, and she we have an emotional connection, and like mm. treating you like very well in yeah, that sense. Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: that's that's what it was. It was about you know. Again, I'm not into living, like, the luxurious lifestyle. Like, I don't need all that. It was more about, you know, treating me well, feeding me well. Um, I mean, really, again, like, putting me on a pedestal, basically. And I, I, again, who doesn't like that? I feel like I I deserve that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, we're about to wrap up soon. What tips do you have for sugar babies out there listening uh, that want to get their next or maybe even their first sugar daddy or sugar mama? Right. 2021.
0: Course. 2021. Yeah. Be all inclusive. Um, I think for yourself, you have to have self-respect because I it's so easy for anybody to just walk all over you it's so easy for somebody to take advantage of it and to you know you can get hurt while doing it you know and I don't expect anything either I think you know especially if they're married you know don't expect that this guy's gonna take you to Aruba and like run away with you I mean he might but he might not so expectations low respect high for yourself for the guy again you gotta If you're going to do anything, like, nasty with him, make sure that the person's clean. Make sure they're wearing condoms. Protect yourself, ladies and gentlemen out here. Protect yourself because, again, this guy can just up and leave in 20 seconds and then you're stuck with, like, a baby or an STD. And I don't know which one's worse. Um, I think it's just protect yourself first. And then really... Again, a lot of girls think that it is about the money, but you really have to listen to your partner if you want it to continue. A lot of these guys won't just give up random money if you're just out here begging and, you know, looking, like, needy. Find out what they want. Find, you know, where they're lacking. Find the weakness. And really, really don't, like, don't play. Get into it. Really know this person, you know. Really
1: provide value
0: yeah yeah because and that's how the relationship is long term you know you don't want this to be like a one-time thing where this guy just gives you money and you're like all right like you want it to be long term you want it to you know because then the benefits will definitely grow and then this person you know when they think about losing you it gets a little more you know, like nervous for them so i think what you can do is just build a relationship like actually it doesn't have to be romantic it doesn't have to be sexual just build like some sort of relationship where this person actually sees you for you that was beautiful thank you okay I could cry
1: before we wrap up
0: okay Mm. do you
1: have any questions to throw at me you could say no and we can move on
0: I don't no I don't think so no not for on camera
1: okay alright guys well I just want to take a quick second to thank you all for listening we are a super small podcast right now although we're getting some publicity um, so like every every time you guys play an episode every time you subscribe every review you do is absolutely huge um, like I can't stress that enough guys I read every single review that you guys throw up there Um, constantly looking for ways to improve the show. So if you guys have any, uh, tips or if you want to tell us what you like, so we can keep doing more of that, that would be so, so awesome. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram, my handle is at I ain't your boy. That's spelled I-A-I-N-T-Y-A-B-O-Y. If you'd like to follow Ashley on social media, do you want to give out your Instagram?
0: Yeah. I that he's out there that I'm interested So that's Ashley Herkey, A-S-H-L-E-Y-H-E-R-K-I-E.
1: Okay, that's it for this episode of Nice Guys Finish Last. Mm -hmm. We'll see you next Thursday.
0: Yeah. (laughs)